Hi, everybody. Welcome to our review of Lil Darky's new album, This Does Not Exist. Spoiler alert, it exists. <laughs> uh, this is the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down new hip-hop albums like Lil Darky's This Does Not Exist, which exists, down track by track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome, And we are so excited to be here. I'm freaking excited to be here discussing Lil Darky's uh, project that came out. It came out January 1st, 2020. We're in the year 2020 now. So it seemed fitting to ignore December that I, and I admit, a lot of good stuff came out in the second half of December. And I decided I wanted a couple weeks off. So I took some weeks off and we didn't review any of that. And now we're in 2020. Looking forward. To the future and whatnot. So you know, with our 2020 vision. Yeah, that's a terrible joke. I hope a lot of people <laughs> don't overkill. I'm gonna start it. Um, I'm gonna do it. The last Headspace podcast, which was was it last week? No, I don't even think it was no, two weeks ago. Headspace, yeah, it was, it was like, two, two weeks, ago. weeks ago. Chris talked about Cameron's new project, Purple Haze Two, and nobody commented. So there's no favorite comment on last week because yes, there were two comments. They weren't related to Chris or the review. So we're looking forward to seeing your comments on this little darky project, and that, that's is really cool in my opinion. Uh, let me know what you think. Let us know what you think about any of it. It's gonna be lengthy. We're gonna talk a lot. It's gonna be tangents up the freaking wazoo if you're into that short concise stuff don't click on videos this long uh so this is gonna probably end up being the first half of the project and before we jump up into that special thanks in advance to the patrons is milka damsey chris prado jonathan barzija black hurricane linda blames Coney sparks dj black hurricane i said that twice anyway scribble whoops um Chris, what album are we talking about on this fine new episode of the Headspace Podcast? So for this week's Headspace Podcast, episode 154, we are doing Little Darkie's new album, This Does Not Exist. But it does. Um, I know a lot of people in my personal life that will not listen to an artist because they have Lil on their name. And this is my opportunity to say, fuck all the people that don't want to listen to artists because they have Lil on their name. I'm listening to people with Lil in their name because I'm not prejudiced like that. Um, not related to much. Just wanted to get it off my chest. Um, so the truth of the matter is, this is the part of the show where we like to break down our familiarity with the artist, like the person. Cause Don't know him. A lot of cases we've heard of the person, and we came up, along the way. We realized people wanted to know why we chose the people we chose, etc. Well, allow me to be clear. I looked up on the internet. What albums came out recently? And we like to focus a little bit on the hip hop because this is what we focus on over here on the headspace. And there wasn't a lot like in the last week. It's almost like something about the holiday period has all the musicians and record labels and people going, fuck off, give us a week or two off. And like virtually like nothing comes out over this period. Like it's such a tiny amount of projects released we did get justin bieber's brand new single which i've yet to listen to yummy which i you know i i like bieber i'm a canadian bieber did a lot for canadian music um and uh i saw little darky came out and then i put on some of the little darky stuff and then i'll be honest little darky won the raffle of the stuff i wanted to review the most of the snippet shuffling through seven artists of people and the other stuff that came out little darky just got like there was nothing else um little darky does not have the hugest twitter following so I, I tweeted him i hope he got my tweet but he seems like a really like like i'm surprised you know like i was hoping he'd be a lot like more popping than mm -hmm. he was and that's just twitter it doesn't mean shit um anyway little darky's part of the collective's spider gang which has a lot of people i never heard of and gunk rock which has a bunch of people i never heard of but the producers involved in this project um so those, he's part of collectives which i like because those collectives are doing some interesting stuff if i'm not mistaken he uh drew his character of little darky and does his own little artwork for it and that's the best i could find on the internet about the guy before we like really got into it i tried they're, the guys without wikipedia pages means it's, it's really fucking hard and i i know he probably has thousands of little instagram live videos and stuff i could have watched but i was more focused on the music all right let's get into talking about this this title is called this does not exist 
it exists. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. I love the cover. It's got a nice painting feel to it. It feels like there's a lot going on. Like those red two things kind of feel violent, like a vicious creature is attacking the little darky character. So the blood splats everywhere is how I'm picturing it. But I love the art style. Like that shit is just a fucking poster I want on my wall. Kind of feel like it's actually supposed to be a trail and it's supposed to be a non-existent thing. Like if you look at the little darky um, character, he's got like a little red line in the middle of his head and then um when you look at the album cover it kind of seems like the character has been walking and the red line is kind of like leaving a trail behind as if it's like a ghost phantom type demonic thing um i really like the art style i like the grittiness griminess to it the uh it doesn't look like it was painted with care it looks like it was just kind of roughly designed and to be this like like this kind of edgy sketchy image that 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 kind of portrays in your brain when you kind of look at like when you know you think what of it, things like it does do it matches the emotion that i felt for the bulk of this album like okay. the average emotion okay. is conveyed in that artwork that chaotic feeling and whatnot which i thought was really cool i feel that i feel that um i want to talk i want to take Does a it have a two zero on his body in the bottom left corner give me a second let me just open up i mean i could be wrong maybe i'm just looking for it because it's 2020 um i mean it looks like there's a two zero it kind of looks like it's a little edged out but it could just be like two circles or another little face mm. but it's cool how like his his teeth kind of match the background and I just really like, and this is this is something cool because it's going to stick out. It's going to. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna forget this because I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna see this when I look at white walls and stuff like that. Like it's just gonna be there. It's gonna be imprinted in my brain for some reason because it's a really nice. And it kind of looks like it's a an animal if you look like that 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 little ear behind him. The white and black looks like an ear, kind of look like a rabbit or type of thing. Either way, it's it's a very nice designed uh, album cover. I do want to take a second to talk about the album name. This doesn't this does not exist. Where I think it speaks a lot. I I think this is going to be an introspective album, or at least it's considered to be a mixtape, uh, as it says off of uh, Love Bug Triple Six. Uh, this is uh, Darkie's 2020 mixtape but whatever um now the interesting part about the title is that what doesn't exist is it the concept is it the message is it the the things he's going to be talking about that like these are just things that are in his head things that he feels things that he sees i feel like there's a lot to the title that he chose to to use um just myself Fair enough. I feel like there's some beef for purpose, but maybe I'm too old to understand it, or I just don't get it. Or maybe I get it, and it's ironic, and I don't like it. That's fine. Let's talk about some rap music. Wendigo is a fucking genius. That is an excellent fucking beat. Like, holy shit. It's just twangy and, and folky and weird, and you're like what the shit is this beat and i feel like i can i can picture like a big rodeo and then like it picks up with this punk rock edge once yeah. it like kicks in and it's just fucking like you just want to jump around and mosh now i really know what to expect but i was on the elliptical when i first listened to it and i felt it very easy to maintain a higher stride per minute rate or whatever you fucking call it listening to the fast-paced energy that came from this little rap music song and i love that the title just being rap music and the sound coming off like this it's just so fucking trollish in a sense is it though because like i kind of found it to be very very cool in terms of like what is rap music nowadays like there's so many interpolations of what the sounds are what hip-hop could be what uh, you know what we get from music that this is it, like let's be clear his rhyming and his flows are on oh, point it's fucking crazy like and that's I, rap I, I do agree that it is a commentary on what rap music i do think that th this is an interesting way to talk about the mainstream 
Yeah. Unlike other albums we reviewed this weekend. <laughs> um, ooh, that's groovy, man. My mom flies, wide eyes, I cry. For all the people, for all the people that, for all the people that died, yeah. Why expect a thing? Why try? Really, this fucking guy caught a label. And like, all of that is just kind of like scattered and his vocals are kind of tucked down and it just feels fucking weird. I um, do want to comment though. Uh, it goes, oh, that's groovy, man. And there's a bunch of gibberish, but I like how. And then as my mind flies, wide eyes, I cry. Right. But I like how the gibberish kind of acts as a cartoon scene. Mm. Like, really building into this cartoon character of Little Darky. And then, like, he kind of, like, is almost questioning here the overall essence of what's the point of, like, trying with people dying and shit. Just in, like, a loose kind of way. And then the label guy doesn't give nobody gives an answer it kind of feels like they're not getting it it's like i fucking call a label let me do what i want or it's almost like we have to call a label a little dark he's not fucking doing what he's supposed to do Mm -hmm. either way follows that up that little protest in the middle of the track which is fucking interesting with why accept a thing why do we buy into it and then where am i where am i where am i in the wrong time oh well one two three four which is interesting because that i feel like that's a play on what we're getting already because this doesn't sound like anything you would be listening to in 2019 but it also feels like it's calling back to an earlier yeah way earlier time when the live jazz music 2020 my bad in the 1920s when the live jazz music was really upbeat and chaotic and spastic kind of like this so maybe he's kind of pointing out i'm in the wrong century like that and then ain't nobody dance no more see the pain on my pants i tore and i'm not gonna really try to go through this all line by line it's a mind fuck. This album feels like being on drugs in terms of going through it. Like Lil Darky likes drugs, and then well, we'll get into that. Yeah. And this feels like the kind of shit that you want people to make when they do drugs. <laughs> like they used to do that in back in the day with prog rock and stuff. And then we were like, don't do drugs no more. Fuck that. Do drugs and make music that sounds like this. It's fucking incredible and so interesting to listen to. Like at the very like I'm just saying, like if you're gonna come up with some crazy mind expanding shit, that's dope to me. But I like how he starts off right away, right? Um, Ain't nobody dance no more. See the pain up on my pants. I tore. Now I melt off. Um, and I bet I'll see you lurking in the corner, you whore. Now I'm I like in your, in your brain, I'm in your head, and I'm a loiter. We pour. <clears throat> I like that. I like how and and just as he started off, ain't nobody dance no more. And I'm kind of just like, I see that. Like I see that. Like genuinely dance. It's always these like weird dances that are coming off of these rap tracks and shit. But nobody's really dancing. It's like well, these the bra- doped out leans. These. Like, but the, I guess the breakdancing side of the, the culture seems to have gone away. But even in our youthful states, it's not like we're all trying to go to a dancery and have a good time. The club and bar scene is literally dying mm-hmm. in North America. And it's almost a literal commentary on the current state of music. People like to mosh and jump. They don't really dance. Like If you look at a lot of that turn-up music, it's really to mosh to. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hip-hop got mosh pits all of a sudden mm-hmm. i like that don't get me wrong but it's an interesting point and then i like how I, like, I like how he says now i melt off but he uses i as in eye and to be fair it looks like he fucking uploaded the lyrics because they're fucking stupidly formatted it was a torture to read it but all lyrics and verified by little darky i think dude just fucking uploaded his notepad file <laughs> like this with all his fucking terrible ass formatting um I like how now when he says now I melt off, I feel like he's alluding to some type of hallucinogen. Yeah, he's fucking like, tripping. The eye is like literally his eye is melting, but him himself with the wordplay like now I melt off and like, like him while himself. While he's tripping, he's gonna see you in the corner, you horror. But he's in your brain and your head, and I'm a loiter we pour. So like if you look at the more outcasty side of people, the more dredges, he's gonna be like more sticky to that people is what I kind of took from that. But also like more on the boring side he's gonna be more of an affront to them um but he's almost like calling together like we poor like we just this side of life we just do what we gotta do i can't afford to be bored which is amazing because it plays <clears throat> off the we poor 
uh, but then I can't afford to be bored. But because we pour, I don't have that luxury in my life to have time off to be bored. I'm gonna have to fucking keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Following up with that with, and when I'm riding with the gang, we on the border, be warned. So he can't afford to be bored, so they're always moving. And now they're on the border of the gang situation because they come from LA, if I'm not mistaken. And then whenever you hear LA and gang borders, you know that shit can be real fucked up. And like from what I understand, like walking up the block could be crossing a border, and that's a problem. When I'm yelling, I'm fe- I'd be feeling what I'm born to be for. And then it's like he has this aggressive yelling tone. But mm-hmm. when you look at the context of being poor, I'm trying to grind through it. It's like all you're left with is to scream into the music. This more punkish, highly like mushable music. This is beautiful sound. This is good mushing music though. But it's also got like you could probably swing to this. I did some basic swing dancing and it's in the right tempo and thing where you could probably swing to this. Um, you could also have swinging sex, but I meant more swing dancing. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so much like kind of happening in this track as he kind of feels so stream of consciousness, but also done in a way where it feels like there's a link in a flow. So after he says what he's yelling, and I'd be smelling all the elements, there's going to be war, and I'll be ready, I'll be ready, I'll be standing up the wall that they build now. So we flip here from his circumstances and situations to kind of smelling the tension in the air, like there's a war building up. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, look on the news today, some eerie shit happening, commenting a bit on the walls that get built up. Now, that's probably a commentary on the the wall mm-hmm. of mr trump but also division segregation and all in the way things. that we are culturally doing even within the music sectors or as humans and whatnot mm-hmm. knock you down divide the whole field cow i can't fell never go to sleep for people sucking on my dick you better get up out of here so everything's kind of paranoid everything's kind of fucked up and people are kind of dick riders and then i love how he flips it and like his voice changes a lot i, I mean i haven't had enough time to properly map it out but it's just like these songs just take you on trips and this beach just fucking crazy mm-hmm. fight club people don't talk about it walk about it fucking with a spider person pick a daisy kick a bucket which i like because first rule about fight club don't, don't talk, talk about, about fight club but i like how he's like walk up out it like if you choose to be part of this you know life career xyz whatever this fight let's call it you don't talk about it you just gotta keep going you gotta just keep up wanting up someone else which was cool and man and he, like honestly there's just so much like I, I keep saying that but it feels like so intense listening to it like i got my fair share of problems i got my fair share of problems any person want to solve them you see a lick when you rob them i see a lick th- then i stop on the block and i pause them which is kind of well, and it, it, it continues sir i've been at home eating ramen are you aware that i are, are you aware that i do not agree how the law been which is cool right so um i got my fair share of problems i got my fair share of problems so you know he's just claiming like he's got his own issues does anybody want to solve them but i also feel like he's kind of alluding to like i got issues you got issues now how we choose to deal with our issues are different right so he claims you see a lick then rob them so you might have issues being poor or whatever it is or xyz and you see somebody with money or something that you don't have you think robbing them is going to solve your issue on the other hand little darky's kind of saying like i want to make light i want to bring light to some of the issues that really matter mm. here is the issues that matter i'm at home eating ramen and i'm aware that the laws that have been agreed upon are not working like and then he he just goes on some real shit. mama keeps sobbing crying give me a dollar and i can buy things for her i can try being sober getting high is a lower form of life going slower than a slug or a bug and i don't kick whips i'm gonna stack these heads in the back pretend but what i like about that is it's almost like my mom could give me a dollar and i could go buy her a thing or i could go buy drugs Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's the truth of the situation. But I and like so he's that touching on that like personalized thing where it's like as much as I want to do all this, I'm probably just gonna go buy drugs. Which I like that honesty. I like how he's playing up on this chaotic honesty where he's like, this is the type. I feel like he's kind of expressing like this is the type of world we come from, and these are some of the options that we are kind of given, and we are most likely to maybe go try to escape buying drugs or whatnot but this is also what we should be doing when we're handed these opportunities 
And then he does the whole, like, there's a couple more lines, and then he goes into the Ain't Nobody Dance No More and repeats that little chorusy part all the way down to uh, There's Gonna Be War and I'll Be Ready, I'll Be Ready. You know, the, the whole wall thing just repeats it all the way down. So it's like half the track there kind of gets repeated. Then he goes, I am not a human. I am idea that you cannot kill. I am in the field, got soil to till. And I'm gonna run it with my people till we buy in the ville. And I kind of like that too, where it's like, look it's not really me i represent this bigger ethereal idea this movement this mm -hmm. this bigger thing we're gonna grind until we have accomplished and set up to what we are to do and then basically the next thing kind of repeats it in different language and overall like with the whole punk folk weird musical vibe and just crazy energy i was blown away and i had to give this a 4.5 like it's a really strong track I gave it a four on five only because, and I'm going to get it out of the way now. You'll never listen to this because you don't like this kind of music. There is some style choices here that I made. This shit's so punk rock. It's so like Travis. It's great. It's Travis great. Barker may as well have been involved in the making of this like, record. It is great. Just not for Chris Crow. That's totally fine. Four on five. So when Chris heard the first track, he's like, fuck, Holden's going to like it. And I'll, <laughs> be, I'll be in good morning. All I gotta say is the same thing I said when I started out the last track. Wendigo's a genius. Holy shit, like this beat just sounds so funky. And, or no, this one's by Solsa. Solsa's a genius on this one. Sorry, Wendigo's also a genius. I apologize. But holy crap, just the kind of sounds that were in the background of this, it's so alive and interesting and kind of like sucked me in a lot and i'm like man the production is so fascinating and then just the way like little darky starts us off like good morning not very sad how boring everybody else get to wake up grieving don't wake up doesn't that sound pleasing i'm like that's some dark shit okay so i like how he flips the good morning into like sadness like the morning like when you lose somebody in your life i kind of took it as more like <clears throat> you walk into work somebody who's really positive is like oh good morning and you're kind of like fucking good about it that but also well i look at it like you just wake up out of bed and everything's just boring like so many other people in your life may have tragedies or traumas or th and they're full of pain and sadness mm -hmm. and dark when they wake up and you wake up and you don't have that and then it's like the idea of waking up dead or suicide or whatever is even appealing at this point because maybe you're not necessarily interested in life. So I think it's a commentary on people who are jealous that other people are miserable, which is a real thing. Hmm. So like when people see other people going through trauma and they empathize with that desire to go through their own personal trauma just so that they have something to go on about oh. maybe i'm wrong yeah, yeah, yeah but i think little darky's like that i like him already this guy's fucking fantastic i hope little darky watches this um and then he goes this is not that pleasing and he responds pussy you won't you won't i don't got time for the threats you're lying everyone here always end up dying so you're not gonna kill yourself i don't have the time or the patience to deal with your fucking bullshit because right. people are actually dying there's actual shit better get used to it if you're gonna be anything at all fuck it bury the hatchet but cannot bury the shovel so that's an interesting point. Like you can kind of bury your grudges and shit, but the mm -hmm. shovel, which was going to be used to deal with people dying and shit is still right, right, like right. a real part of it, the, the situation. Um, overall, like the, the way he just kind of paints this picture, the stream of consciousness flow in the way he like spits it to me is just, it's fascinating, right? Cause it's like, I mean, this one feels a lot more like a rap song than the last track did. That yeah. last track felt more like an experimental, joyful, beautiful melange. But this one fucking comes in proper. Like, uh, I become worried a bubble's gonna pop, married to trouble, I'm getting hairy to stubble, growing, which is a crazy interesting, like, series of lines from a writing perspective, right? So after putting out the whole context of, like, the not safe environment he's in, he's worried that maybe his safety bubble, his protection in life is gonna end. Mm -hmm. Married to trouble i'm getting hairy and a hairy situation is a bad situation like trouble and then the stubble's growing and stubble is fucking hair and he's getting hairy means he's growing stubble oh i like that scary the rubble covered the rocks and that's interesting because like you know by having stubble maybe you cover like patches or whatever on your face right overall 
it's just like it's a strong verse I, again i don't know if i want to go through the whole album line by line because then we'll be here for freaking ever but like it's just his level his quality of writing is just fucking real proper um i enjoy how he ends the verse with i don't got another opportunity immunity from death i feel puny from the rest i feel tiny like a pest something bigger will be best stress and just kind of on that self doubt of a situation uh where he i don't know like i don't feel like i feel like he understands that life is finite and this is his chance and he's kind of created this character to escape death in a conventional sense so he has an immunity to it but overall in the grand scheme of things he feels tiny like Mm -hmm. etc um i like what he says in the second verse um well move on to the chorus uh do or die do or die you're alive pussy you won't you won't do or die do or die you're alive I don't remember it sounding like that. I kind of just, I guess the way I read it when it was first annotated, um, because this doesn't look the same way as when I first reviewed, kind of looks more uh, the way that it's annotated now. It looks more- I feel like a genius moderator is going to come through and clean up the lyrics for a little darky. Right. Uh, But what I kind of got from the chorus was like, it's either you do something about the circumstances or your situations, or you're just going to end up dying anyway. But the fact that he uses you're alive is like kind of reinforcing the idea of like, as long as you're feeling something, remember that you're still feeling and that you're alive. Yeah, I feel like this song is commentating on people wasting their life in a more abstract way. Um, I could be wrong. I do like in verse two when he, when Lil Darky says, bitch, I once knew a crip that Dyke and I bought some acid. Nice and high to my surprise, she was uh, Ari. Awry. Awry and non-passive. She said, I got no time for life, then swipe a knife. I'm the one being attacked and pupil grow iris blacken. What, what to do when someone cool, a dude or gal is rude as hell? Get out of my life, start your packing. Like, I like how he's taking this really, uh... I guess personal moment in his life to really explain like you need to watch yourself you need to make sure that you're looking over your own back and if people are coming for you you got to cut them out or if they're not on your team you got to cut them out with this like scenario that's happening that's kind of what i got also feels like he's just fucking tripping out and he's kind of elaborating maybe on some of the intensity of the moments that exist within his world in this do or die circumstance like so he knew a crip that dyke and i bought some acid nice and high she was right whatever so it's interesting that the crip is a dyke that's what i'm hearing from that mm-hmm. anyway uh can we say dyke is that a bad word now that probably is a bad word we shouldn't say um people glow iris black in which is interesting right because it's kind of showing like somebody's tripped out and she got a knife she's slashing at him and he's fucking high as a kite but it's also probably just a metaphor for like some of the more regular circumstances what it's like to be in a drug in a, in a situation with gang members that are high like on fucking perkies and shit mm-hmm. um like fucking a big bitch get backing up i'm stacking a nickel and diamond to bag him up you are the work you are the artwork it tattered up embedded in a bigger diamond and satin rug and it feels like he's almost typing out the mindset of the distributor as a crack as a more than like he's like painting this illustrious commentary on what he sees and the justifications he sees for it all but also putting his little twist on it a son of a gun i'm not gonna be not done i'm gonna go and run for the fun and until we got no son i'm an animal and why i'm hugging an enemy no you won't see the enemy i ain't hear what you said to me all the people is dead to me like the back of a centipede I don't really know what that means in terms of the back of a centipede part. Also, if you hear sirens, sorry. There's uh, sirens in the background right now, and that's just kind of what's up with that. Overall, that verse just felt like it was kind of really laying down the environment of where he's from, and I thought it was really, really strong. Um, Other than that, he goes back into this good morning. Birds chirp, the world turn while burning. Birds chirp, the world turn while burning. Birds chirp, the world turn wild, and then there's like a little pause or a space or whatever. It goes burning, and then he does a little do or die. You're alive, pussy. You won't, whatever. And the song just kind of ends, and I feel like when you re-listen to that do or die thing, it's almost like looking at that gangbanger mentality, like yeah. how you ride, but it's also reminding you that you're alive and that you know 
a lot of people might be claiming this shit in a form of cowardice where they're not real with it or something. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's Jurassic 5. It's amazing. It's so fucking good. I do like the Good Morning Birds chirp the world turn while burning. That, like... It's dope. That aspect of for a brief moment you could be in like a positive state but just remember what's really around you when you like come to reality is kind of how i look at that because it does have this the song does have this like um feel of like not happiness like it's supposed to be like this is what some people go through this is what's kind of happening in the real world so it was cool um i gave it a 4.2 on five fair enough Next up, we can talk about Composition 3 in red, white, and black. This shit's awesome! Okay, Chris, talk your shit so I can talk. Do your thing. I don't like the beat. Wendigo, who's a genius, is not somebody I think is a genius. Of stylistic differences. Right? Anything else? This, I, I, oh my god. I, I don't know, dude. This was fucking noise to me. Honestly, it was just... Felt so industrial driven, smashing through. I I really like the creative aspect of it, and I really do give Wendigo his his credit for like what he does with sound. It is just so amazing. But I reviewed this at like ten o'clock this morning, and this was not something that my brain was like, what? Like I don't I don't know, dude. Just. I don't know. For me, this really felt like noise. Um, I liked when Little Darky said, um, Are you ready? Are you ready? I've been drunk, walking steady off the alcohol and the medi. I'm addicted to not thinking. I like that idea where he's being honest again. And he's kind of like really bringing this this conversation of drug use, uh, narcotic use, escapism, trying to like you know not really have to deal with reality um but then i like where he follows up somewhere else and um fuck your color fuck a follower fuck a follower amount what you about homie shout uh shout if you are tired of the clout so it's like i feel like he's also addressing this like lifestyle that people are living because they're just trying to get that social media gain they're just trying to fake it till you make it in a sense and he's really just trying to be authentic. That's really all I got. It's got a 3.5 on 5 because it just is a lot. That's it. I mean, a lot of the little darky experience seems to be this stream of consciousness flow of fucking lyrics, which, again, feel kind of like he's on drugs and he's, like, flowing through, which, in my opinion, comes off in a really interesting way. Like, just the way they start, sir, 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 I think it's something wrong. No, it's okay. And then he just fucking pops in, like, this sounds fucking off, everything's kind of crazy, and he's like, nah, nah, it's all good. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I be drunk walking steady out the alcohol and medi. I'm addicted to not thinking. Are you ready? So we're already looking at the indulgence and the way that we block out and the way that we block things off and we're not thinking, you know? And then I like how he plays up on right after that. And this song like flips up. Like it's like red, white, and black. And it's like three separate com- compositions. So this first part I think is red. It's to reflect this more angry, aggressive uh, a tone of things. <clears throat> and um so i like i don't think this person ready why are you talking like you is and then you isn't why are you petty so why are you being fake why are you talking to rumors why are you doing whatever then he goes like let me a bunch of times and it kind of serves as a little bridge and then if i keep using like i'm choosing to then by the time i'm 50 you'll be losing dude i had to grow up i had to i humble myself so that's an interesting point where he starts almost questioning his own use and then kind of talking to himself like you're not going to make it to 50 and be functional if like you do that so to humble myself out i'm not immortal at that there are consequences it's kind of what i took from it Mm -hmm. this body's not mine it's the people came before me and the moments make a story i'm ignoring why i'm bugging i might be tweaking i'd be shrugging off the weekends so it's almost like he recognizes the importance of staying alive and being the vessel in his message as he's doing but simultaneously He's trying to ignore this craving for drugs and shit. Reefer reeking reaping every that's a great line. Reefer reeking reaping. That's amazing. It's just like a bunch of pot, stanky ass shit there. Everything I sow, cutting up the farm. Cut up a leaf and seed it. So you get your your uh, weed. And then you plant a new patch. 
we can then i go proceed to blow so what's interesting is like he's kind of on a faded and then he goes to proceed to blow like pop but also probably moving into some cocaine or how you moving slow in the river so how you moving slow his main's fucking racing you gotta row it's more like blah, 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 and fuck that shit an impossible prick get beat the fuck up outside his own show by some black kids attacked while you say it though and that's interesting so i think we moved into the white part because the beat flips up and it's a little bit different and then i looked it up he looks latino i found him talking on instagram live i couldn't really figure out what he is because there's not a lot of information either way so i don't know if he's commenting on just white kids using that word or whatever you ain't bring a trigger though bitch you want to spread pain been a lot of bitches sickened by the way i'm in their brain seen you buy a fucking ticket fill my pockets you insane figures ain't a person here finna listen through the shame and it's cool it just kind of still has this like vapid aggressive energy and i really like when he goes fuck your color fuck a follower amount what you about shout if you're tired of the clout so it's almost like commentating or i don't know if it's ironic or sincere but pointing out everyone's numbers obsessions and the shit like that that we're kind of used to the clout chasiness like i am wet him up i am i hate everything you motherfuckers stand for and then like fuck a patek fuck a roly i'm a faggot i'm a man i thought that was interesting it's like fuck your watches i'm gay i don't know if he's actually gay but that's what it kind of came through uh when i heard that then I think the page literally just updated on me on Genius. Like it forced an update on me and it formatted correctly. Wow. Genius is powerful. Anyway, um, so I got lost where I fucking was because Genius updated the page on me. Uh, anyway, then he goes into this like deep voiced, more standard, I guess you could say rap things where I, I think this is the black part. <laughs> Because he flipped the flow from sounding like a white guy to sounding more like a black guy. And then it's got more of a trappier sound to the beat. And he's like, highs and lows, I know a flow that might surprise you. So he's kind of like, hey, look, I can do regular rap. <laughs> you know, I keep pain inside my body, gotta let him out. And that's a weird line or a cool one because the idea of pain being a hymn that exists inside of you, scream till everything's tearing at the seams, they don't want none of that. So the way he produces his music and invents out his emotions, it's like people are an exception to it. People are probably hating on him for being weird and different, whatever. Fuck person talking about his butthole. For what, though? For every person I know, hella cut through. I'm rolling with a crutch show. You be the one that disabled. Think Kane hated Abel. Lay his head on the table. And I use just a fable looking like a bagel. As a weird line looking like a bagel. But I like the idea of how Kane probably didn't hate Abel. It was just kind of the the circumstance of the situation that led to that moment. He lay his head on the tail. That's what happened there. Anyway, I thought it was just a powerful, crazy, interesting experience with like the rest of this album. And I gave it a, a 4.5. Like I'm blown away. Like this I'm gonna try this year to make a list video at the end of the year for my favorite albums. This might make my favorite albums of the year at the end of the year, just some personal preference and style. Plus it's so fucking crazy. Three tracks, three styles and sounds coming through. Already Wendigo's a genius, like we said. 4.5 on five, like I said. I don't think there's anything more to comment on this one. So we can move on. I'm adding the word on because you can. Who's a genius? Wendigo's a genius. I don't know if Wendigo's going to watch this review. Little Darky, if you watch it, let Wendigo know. Holden says he's a genius. Um, this comes out with like the uh, duh, and it kind of sounds like those shitty ad-libs that generic rappers will throw in at the beginning of their things. See, this is funny. So instead of being like, I feel like these rappers are on lean and take too long to start their verses like right. Jerry Robinson did in our last review. He just makes fun of it. More like Hobson did in his little mumble rap track he made, which was pretty fucking funny how Hobson did that. Um, and then it just kind of flows in in this more upbeat kind of punk. Like, again, man, if you're on an elliptical, this album is a good friend to you for that upbeat rhythm. And then I just love that, like, hook or chorus. Do that thing because another person said so. Do that thing because another person said so. Do that thing because another human said so. Don't do that thing because another human said so. And that's a powerful, like, I feel like it's powerful, especially over to punk, because it really taps into that punk energy of, like, commenting on how everyone just behaves because of Your social culture. norms. And it's it's so strange. I mean, personally, I find it strange. Like, I am a 32-year-old with long hair in a corporate office. 
people definitely have opinions and you'd be surprised at how often people dress in the same uniforms and all this other crap they'll live in a way like the amount of people who just started smoking weed because it's legal in canada like it's like are you fucking kidding me like you could have been doing it the whole time and you just oh the law says i'm allowed so i'm allowed now it's like are you kidding or all the people who were drinking you know yeah the law says i'm allowed turns out that drinking a glass of wine every day in the context of how americans do it not like the way that france do it always with food whatever maybe there's an argument to be had about their alcoholic preferences always with food uh for the most part in terms of the wine but the way you just drink a glass of wine on its own after it's not good for you it's actually bad for you yes some red wine has one good impact on one area of your health in general alcohol is bad for you just throwing it out there but either way little darky just keeps it moving why am i alive if i can't be bed though why am i alive if i must be fed those hospital food bits stuck in my red flow blood in my liver like a river till i'm dead ho um which is interesting to me like just the why am i alive if i can't leave bed though why am i alive if i must be fed though this this kind of sounds like somebody's stuck in a fucking hospital hospital, yeah but it also kind of like these are questions i've asked myself just randomly lying in bed like the fuck's the point of being alive if i have to eat food like why do i have to eat why do i have to drink it's it's and i know i sound stupid don't get me wrong but i'm saying it more of like these are things that i've never really asked myself until i really thought about it it's it's things like when you really think about how we live and how we do certain things it's like are we really living if we have to have all these things to keep us going or whatnot that's kind of what i took from that Fair enough. Um, I do like the imagery and the way he he approached it kind of abstractly. But then he follows it. Why do you inhale the devil's lettuce? Because you won't let us, the young people these days, are out to get us. Fuck you, too. We're fed up. That kind of looks at, to me, that generational gap of, like, boomers versus young folk. And then they're kind of like, why do you smoke pot? All these young kids are out to change our social norms. They're out to get us. And now, fuck you two are fed up because nobody can buy a house anymore, especially in Montreal. Where it's like, anyway, there's no good housing prices here. It very much frustrates me. We're all going to die the way it's set up for a failure. Get up, move because you can't, won't regret a little bit of dancing. So it's fascinating because he's commentating on how the world is in a very chaotic place. But at the end of the day, you may as well move because a little bit of dancing is going to help. And then in a sense, you're going to feel better and then you'll get your endorphins. And a lot of people kind of act like it's not worth caring about legitimate issues especially in music because you can rapidly go ahead and get a little bit dancing and then i like how he follows it with ants and bugs upon my picnic basket because one of the antsy pantsy you know just picture like insects making you dance Mm -hmm. and then shrug it off and take some acid watch them eat i'm feeling passive see them take their time like he did some acid and he's watching these ants slowly eat this food that would probably take like humans an insanely quick time by comparison to do and this gets him feeling something kind and patient their migration is awakened nothing here can dare forsake it cops arrest me because i'm naked so he's just tripping on acid staring at bugs eating food having these huge epiphanies of life asking the steep questions then goofs off and lyrically because the cops show up because he's lying there naked but i think it's also like just a a commentary in terms of like everything that's happy for a moment gets ruined but it's also like maybe the cops arrest him because his soul's naked and he's putting out real truth as opposed to like actually playing the game of vapid garbage i feel like he's got a real powerful message and in his crazy delivery manages to keep it super interesting because it could both be about doing acid and staring at ants but it could also be about shifting your life perspective but questioning the deeper things and then does the do what you want do that thing because another person so the, the chorus or hook or whatever comes back through and man the way that it starts the second verse with laws of the land are written by men that we don't know or consider our friends yeah I'm like, that's so true. I keep trying to tell fucking people in my life, a lot of middle class people, not a lot, a lot of old people, uh, older than I, late 40s, 50s people, they believe the government was like 
had their interest at heart. And you know, try to tell them the government's full of shit and lie to them. Like, they get mad at you and stuff. <clears throat> but I don't think that the government, the people writing the laws, are really thinking about our best interests. I really don't think that's what's going on. I think at a top level, fight the terrorists kind of way, yeah, they're probably thinking about us. But at the same time, nobody wants us to have civil liberties or choice. They basically want to strip away our freedoms to a point where it's not inconceivable that this podcast would be like, blocked in the future because maybe we are a little too honest about our opinions and maybe in the future that kind of shit gets censored anyway i'm not saying that will happen i'm saying it's possible that could happen but either way it's just such a great blunt way to put it out like why do we just trust the government that they know what's good for us i try to listen but i cannot be still i have to ask stop gaddafi and that's a fucking interesting point because they bring up how they assassinated gaddafi who debatably did a lot of good things for his country that the usa didn't they didn't play ball with the usa but they did a lot of things like resist the federal reserve and a few other like infrastructural changes that would have made them sustainable and not rely on the rest of the world economy in the way that everything is today um that's the quick rusty version of it all coffee honey money abundant we can't die an infinite sunset nothing bad why isn't it funny i eat the apple proceed to run shit and i'm like that's pretty cool right because he talks about like how we're all here and life is just kind of miserable and going on and i think like there's this disillusioned sense of like why and all this effort isn't really fun so what we do is and i'm pretty sure it's proceed to ruin shit but maybe it's run shit um but you eat the apple and it's like referencing the garden of eden and the concept of the forbidden fruit and indulging to the temptations of your life which i kind of got from that i just wasn't too too sure and then yeah goes back into the chorus and it just feels like this is has us all like has a little darky questioning why we do things why people behave in a certain way the generational acceptance of you know social norms and everything if we think about it from like an assassin's creed point of view and this is like a stupid tangent but eat the apple proceed to run shit yeah it can actually make sense if you're thinking about the garden of eden and how assassin's creed built like this like apple thing and then after once you get the the, the little sphere apple played thing, assassin's creed you become like ultimate like you start fucking people up fair i never played assassin's <clears throat> creed but i know the garden of eden story um Either way, I gave this track a 5 on 5. It was fucking perfect. It was an amazing song. I gave this song another 4 on 5. I do like it. I do like, uh, from what I got from it, this idea of like questioning how we're alive and we're following like, these rules and like we have all these other things that we have to do to take care of ourselves, really kind of questioning the idea if we're really living for ourselves. So that was something that I got interesting. Uh, I got... Uh, from this all right i think it's time for us to move along on this album and we should talk about i think it's a little short guy it's only two minutes long two minutes four seconds it's the paint walking all right chris how do you feel about this one i liked it i felt like he was a little bit um slow cuban sis it's not it's not wendigo i like this i like this beat um it had more of like a hip-hop-y feel to it for me um it sounded more fun than it was like aggressive and really kind of out there but i'll be honest i i miss a lot of the messages on this album um i don't really know what he kind of start what he's kind of saying in the first but foot foot long line of ketamine don't be don't be a square like tenement so it's interesting about that to me is do you remember that video of the chick or whoever just did the giant ass fucking line of ketamine in asia oh yeah i don't know that's what it made me picture so it's like a foot long line of ketamine like maybe it's really popular don't be a square like tenement so well i i know what ketamine is and tenement square is where the government uh, china performs some atrocities anyway um go inhale that sediment crackhead like take methamphetamine knock like a cop won't let him in come in please sit and settle in both other coast and settle in please stop your meddling and I, I feel like i feel like it's again just putting forth this crazed world that we live in where you know people doing drugs everything's kind of fucking crazy you have your governmental abuse mixed with vapid mm-hmm. drug use 
Um, that's what I took from that. But the way you described it, I thought was pretty cool. And kind of, I like the idea of like, yo, if you knock like a cop won't let him in. I mean, like think like, what does a cop knock like? I guess you you have your own like secret codes and shit. So you know who's not a cop or whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's almost like people on everywhere, both coasts, everything's fucked up and everyone's noses and everyone's business. And I thought that was an interesting point. And it just transitions like, wow, used to hit people. Nowadays, people hit me, hit up people. Not as people hit me. People want beef. All you rappers have a cow. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Did he just quote Simpsons? He quoted Simpsons. Go have a cow, man. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. Like as in, you know, calm the fuck down. People want to be with him. He's like, you relax. I'm having some success. It's cool. People are hitting him up now and then he's like i'm eating that orange chicken and interviewing mao so i mean another chinese reference but i really don't fucking get that one at I all mean, orange orange chicken is a legitimate chinese dish you can have orange chicken general well, tao chicken also looks orange but general tao is not a traditional chinese dish i mean orange chicken There's a, is it like i don't know if it's traditional or if it's like orange flavor on chicken it's an yeah but is that american chinese food because no. you said traditional. I, my stepmother's age. That's fine. I just didn't know. I'm not up to date on what the fake-ass white people Chinese food is versus the real Chinese people. Uh, anyway, see me starting down the block in the next verse. I end up painting Tibetan fanny pack. I'm like, what's a Tibetan fanny pack? What does this mean? Like Manny Pack, okay? That's like Manny Pacquiao. I said, fuck the faggots. Like suck a tranny sack. And I don't really know what the fuck he's saying. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll give it to you. This, this, I don't know what the fucking idea is going on here. Uh, my candy packing gas in it tightly. I might be anti-vax or anti-lack. I might take... I don't know. Anyway, it sounds really fun to listen to, but I don't know I what mean, the fuck he's saying. Well, your anti-lock, I might take her money off her panty sack. I can't be whack. So he's robbing your aunt if she's lacking. But, like, that's it. The rest of it just is pretty But wacky. I feel like he's... I feel like he's just being himself expressive. Like, you can't fuck with me. Like, you just can't fuck with me. See me stunned on the block in, in a painting Tibetan fanny pack. Whatever. He Fanny packs are stylish, dude. Like, it's the craze. So, he's being trendy. He's being out there with the Tibetan feel to it. Okay. Like, Manny Pack, I said, did Manny Pack ever say... Fuck faggots. I don't know. Okay, so whatever. Like, suck a tranny sack. I mean, like, this is all trendy, relevant shit that we people have been arguing about for the last, like, six months at least. So it, it kind of makes sense, but he's I feel like he's just being outlandish. Like, he's just wilding out out there. So apparently, Manny Pacquiao did say that gays and lesbians are worse than animals. So now i understand the lyric it, it you're right he it is a good bar <laughs> i keep on spitting i wonder when i'm 700 underground plunderers find a cd can't be slapped that anti-rap fancy that playing the classics and i kind of like the way he just again flows through it and you know it has that semblance of rap I mean, like, yeah but it is that anti-rap style like it's all the things that it's supposed to be but it's not like conventional it, i would call this anti-rap I, I, that's that white shit for people who are like making stuff that doesn't sound like rap but adheres to the rules of rap in the way that it should be but a lot of people who like rap would probably think it's whack I don't know and then he goes on to like fuck somebody and then or, you know he's growing his little boner and then whoever it is maybe the auntie from earlier is got an STD and it's burning through the rubber and then you're not impressing me. Please go return with some numbers, which is a cool and interesting line because it shows off a lot of people who like, and this is something I guess I look around my local scene and I'm like, yeah, come back with some real numbers. Not like relative to other artists in our city numbers. I mean, like I'm a digital marketer by like at work. I know what real fucking numbers are. <laughs> Nobody, like a lot of people don't have them. Cell powder, bell, tower, yell, ladder, okay now. He repeats that and then repeats um and then yeah so just kind of like what i think that is is kind of showing how this is what people do to get the numbers they either go act this out in real life or they proceed to create songs solely based on those topics 
um see me starting down a block while they fainting you better watch your head hip-hop is dead but if i'm so hip and i'm hopping what be then and that's an interesting point because it seems to be like responding to the accusations that hip-hop is dead but he's hip and he's hopping and he's pointing out that he's living it up then what's up which i like Man, it's just crazy. Let's just pretend that you believe in rebirth for matter under the dirt. No matter if your feet hurt, they'll return to be earth. I thought that was cool because he's saying, like, look, as long as you're willing to believe that hip-hop can come back to life and be something different, then so be it. It can. I thought that was super cool. Um, then there's a little outro, which is just, I don't have a lot more to comment on that. Overall, this track is another crazy, great, interesting experience. So much gets packed into two minutes that it doesn't even, you can't even believe it's that short when it's done. But it's an amazing track. I gave it a 4.2 on 5. I liked it more because it was more hip hopier to me. Uh, just the way he delivered it, the way he was kind of flowing with it. He does keep his, like, aggressive screaming and, and that's part of who he is but i i do like this like just this 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 experiment that i'm i'm getting it's, it's really just completely different so for me it really felt like he was just kind of flossing in his way which i did enjoy um but i didn't really get much like i don't know actual like i don't know if the, i don't know i don't think i probably got like the the, the direct message but i gave it a 4.215 i the next one's called I'm Addicted to Drugs and Tired of It. Wendy goes back. He's a genius. Um, this is another great beat, another great experience. Um, I like the spaced out, like you almost feel like you're high listening to it. Impact that a lot of, in my opinion, his music can bring to the table. But just like, it feels like he does different drugs and then makes different songs. And that, that's what I think is truly interesting about it. It just feels some wavy, like, kind of spaced out. Like, it's less of a happy, high experience, I would say. But what do you think about this track? I like the idea of just the title, first off. I'm addicted to drugs and I'm tired of it. This is, like... This to me already before even getting into it was really interesting because it's like what exactly are you gonna tell us? Like are you are you changing? Are you are you showing us your experience to what you did with drugs or whatnot? So it was it was really cool to me um, now I'm just gonna kind of go through and there's some parts that I do like and that I kind of understand and There's some parts that I'm like eh. um, so it starts off uh, spinning, spinning, spinning inadvertently, grinning of grinning of no concern to me, churning my gullet turns and me burning. Don't know what that means. I am getting fucked up and like my brain spinning, you know, like my gullet makes me, I don't know, I think, a, let me Google gullet real quick to be right. Gullet is the passage by which food passes from the mouth to the stomach. So when you gullet is turning and burning, it's because you probably consume some alcohols and other such shits and you're all feeling away, you know? Mm-hmm. Metal furnace. Earnestly, I deserve it. I sit in silence because my mind is lacking accurate wordage. Or and I like courage. that. Courage. I like that because it's like when you don't know how you're feeling or you don't, or if you're feeling anxious or scared or whatnot. I tend to just sit in silence. I tend to just kind of try to back away and I guess think in my own head and really figure out what's going on, which I really connected to that. I just I felt like he's really kind of just being honest. Like, this is why I'm smoking. This is why I do these things because I deal with this type of, I guess let's call it anxiety. But I also look at it like you're trapped inside of your mind and you're looking at something, you're fucked up and you can't come up with the, the words to describe it because you're fucked up, but maybe it's because you're a coward. Hmm, makes sense. Uh, with a flourish, write it, spit it, I, it finished and then release it, plays increase it, rinse, repeat, and don't be cheating, deleting comments and buying interaction by packing that on the back end, impacting finance only through hacking. Which That's a commentary on creating content and the yep. more the less. Like it's saying like don't cheat, don't buy your views, don't delete negative comments. Like, yo, I leave all the negative comments. If you see negative comments that have been deleted on this channel, it's because people have put some kind of threatening and harassing language in their comments and YouTube is clearly purging that shit. So you should probably do something more like say your arguments were really lame and blah 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 blah. Don't be like fuck these assholes because if you say that youtube might ban you 
I have nothing to do with that shit. You can call me an asshole. Full consent given over here. But there are people who delete comments. I know for a fact hiding comments and things like that is common practice in a lot of industries. So people will complain, but you make it go away. Um, and then, you know, so you stack your numbers in a way that isn't legitimate which fakes your back end and that's a big problem so if talent isn't necessarily driving success but a fake delusion is then it's like hacking it's not it's it's whacker than a sack of some yak and jack daniels in fact and i kind of like how he's saying that that kind of lame strategy is more pathetic than getting that kind of fucked up but also kind of driving it back to the topic of being fucked up Mm mm-hmm but maybe commenting on himself too so throw it out slowing down what's my plan of attack growing sound so i like that his focus is going to be more music be greater you know louder than a pound of that gasoline when it's slapping me you lacking tree passing these spliffies that i've been packaging i just love he keeps focusing on different drugs and using this whole track to be like i'm legitimate and you're not but it's not just but and i don't but see that's that's where i kind of get confused because then i smoke the shatter till i fall bitch i'm addicted to drugs and i'm sick of it smoke away the stress and then i roll up another stick of it i'm addicted to drugs and i'm sick of it need needle full of happiness i tap the skin and then stick it in we all addicted to drugs and we are and then he goes and i think into verse two but like if we think about that in a more ironic sense of the situation maybe it's all the music is addicted to drugs and he's sick of it oh like i don't know whatever you do in your personal life is fine but there's a difference between spit and reality and it being like i wake up and i roll a spliff and i light that on fire i mean that could be what you do every morning but you also probably take a shit you're not putting that in every song Mm -hmm. you also probably eat breakfast and you're not putting that in every song and you also probably walk literally i mean the motion of your feet moving if if you can't walk i'm so sorry um my point is maybe we're all too like hooked on glorifying the drugs or just rapping about it like whatever it's boring and then we think about the real life implications as people like juice world pass away whether or not his it was a special circumstance over there but it was still sad um and then i like how he goes we all addicted to drugs and we wired so everyone's fucking flying because a bunch of people are on a bunch of shit but then simultaneously johnny at work off a of zan zan xanax tire i like the way the beat skips and everything mm-hmm. like life slows down like you're on a xanax that's a fucking level of dedication to a dope song because it delays the timing and then the song just picks up so it's almost like they insert some extra bars to like move the whole math equation of the mm-hmm. flow down it's dope but i do like the um idea of what i'm getting from this is everybody's addicted to drugs whatever your drug is johnny at work is hooked off of xanax but i feel like he's alluding to one of two things one johnny is being fed xanax by corporate pharma all that or two he is voluntarily taking xanax for his own escapism personal reasons or whatnot <clears throat> I kind of get this feeling that um, Little Darky is kind of expressing how he is voluntarily trying to escape with all of these drugs and he's using this to help himself cope or whatnot. And how there is a division. There's a division between people voluntarily taking drugs and then being told to take drugs, but there's also the same idea of everybody's just taking drugs. I'm sure. Uh, I look at it like he brought up the xanax tired as a contrast to the idea of being wired so we all on uppers we all on downers yeah motherfucker coughing up black in the shower motherfucker pucker up and huck a loogie i mean at that point you're smoking shit right mm-hmm. or maybe you're just deteriorated inside mm-hmm. hopefully there's nothing ruby in it you diminish truly finished i got no time for that people whose rhymes are whacking lines all crack and tiny sacks so when you look at that i think what he's doing is he's commentating on like it's not necessarily doing drugs it's the way people bring drugs into music you know like you know there are people who are sober in this that pretend to do drugs to sell records shit like that you know future oh he does drugs he just doesn't do all the drugs um 
he, he doesn't do lean in other states he restricts it to weed but in his home state he does remember from that album anyway because we reviewed a future I, album like heard a whole thing where he like admittedly open to not doing any drugs and he just makes drug music for the money it's possible but i also believe that at some point in his youth he was addicted to promethazine and other such shit and then he's probably real sober now making drug music but i would argue that that guy has a past anyway i think it's also kind of showing how if you look at music as drugs it's also like we're addicted to music in a way i think this song is not direct and a lot of his music is metaphorical so on the one hand at a face value he's rapping about drugs but when you really think deeper it is a commentary on the music scene as well what i really like is when he goes when i was a young and i suffer for being different but isn't it funny how by sticking out i'm fitting in i think it's indicative of solid qualities and honestly the flies people stick to shit and i thought that was nifty right because I, I relate to that i'm clearly a goofball and a lot of people when i was younger they didn't like me i was a bit of a loser and now people kind of admire the fact that i say i'm gonna do shit and then i do it and a lot of people aren't able to actually do that they'll say they're gonna do shit and then they don't so that changed a lot uh so there's some honest quality about integrity and, and be real that pops off in a weird way but i like that i like the fact that he's identified that the qualities within him that made him be a social outcast in the first place are the real shit that makes people stick to him now Oh, and then he goes like, I like to knit a bit and sew a little. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm done with this. This song is freaking great, man. There is it's a lot more lyrics. <laughs> it, just, it just keeps going. Every single one of his songs just keeps going. Um, but again, they're not like like long. Actually, I think this one was pretty long. This one might have been like four minutes. Yeah, this is one of the longer ones on the album. But you got to understand, like, my enjoyment listening to this track is fucking next level. Like, this song's a 4.5 on 5 for me. But I also don't know if there's a lot more to me to add i like when he goes this is an elegy to celery a tribute to the green because it's the only thing these motherfuckers need i think he's maybe trying to drive home that people's going in on a lot of harder drugs when we should all just be smoking weed and that's all we really need and then there's the with righty bozos and lefty homos fucking with no mo i go go no fucking gadget you get your baguette <laughs> My dad's pretty funny because go, go, gadget and right. whatever. But I like that he's also smashing on the right and the left. That's pretty fair. I like to try to be centrist too. Anyway, it's a dope fucking track. I'm really happy with it. It really left me in a good place. This sounds fucking great so far. I gave this song a 4.5 on 5. I really did enjoy it. I liked the, the, the high rapid energy that we're getting from it. And we're also just just the way that you can interpret this on many different levels is really insane. Fair enough. I guess that's going to bring us to the end of the first part of this review. I'm kind of concerned because there's sirens like fucking crazy going on in the neighborhood and I have no idea. Maybe there's something bad to happen. But either way, we still have seven more outbreak, guys. seven more little darky tracks to talk about for the second half of this album. We figure with the intro bit, it works out to putting the extra track on the second half. It's been such a pleasure so far to talk about this in my humble experience. Um, let us know what you guys think for sure in the comment section and uh yeah we'll definitely answer up with you there feel free to subscribe to the channel for more content and part two hit the like button if you liked it hit the dislike button if you didn't and uh special thanks to the patrons ismail Gadamsey, chris prada jonathan barnes dj black hurricane lindo williams coney sparks and scribble they're dope they helped us get a new camera they helped us get on the spotify's and stuff because that costs money um you're gonna help us with other stuff and they get to tell us what albums they want to see as review which is always super fun so you'll get to see tons of patreon driven classic rap albums because they're almost always classic rap albums anyway super fun we also make music you can check that out on this channel let us know what you think super dope i made an album dropped it in october working on a new album get that out hopefully in the spring maybe we'll see depends and uh looking forward to hearing what you think about that too and to wrap things up as we like to do live long and prosper everybody <laughs>